106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, and we are here. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. Myself, now Ken Rackley from Toon Tech Automotive joining us. Larry switched back over and answering phones for us as we'll get into the show here and get going. If you got a question for us, please let us know. 303-477-5600. And, of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Ken, how are you? I'm doing real good. Good yep. to have you. Great morning out there. Oh, you beautiful know. out. Woke up as a little chilly, but you know what? It's, it's warming up fast, so um, it's looking good. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining, and thanks for giving me the, the tip uh, that you gave me just a moment ago. Oh, you bet. I yeah. will, uh, I'm going to uh, I'm putting that in my cart as we speak. And if nothing else, <laughs> it'll be fun to just say, hey, I've got one of these, I, I <laughs> and it works use, well. No, I will be able to use it uh, full well on, yeah, the, on the different things I have. So, me yes. too. Yes, yeah, thank you, by Very the way. welcome, very welcome. All right, anything uh, car-related? Uh, some of you even said this last hour during Fix-It Radio, you'd call in now. So, hey, here's your chance, 303-477-5600. A few things I'm going to discuss today. Uh, one in particular is, as you all know, unless you're not watching the news at all, the UAW striked. So the strike... Strike, struck, strike. I don't know. I'm not, is probably, striking. Is striking. Yeah. yeah. Use, use the right language right. here, the right grammar. Who, who knows what's going They are right. on strike. Let's just say there that. There we go. Yeah. At three different manufacturers, which is the first time, I believe, in ever. a... Ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I can never That's, remember this happening. I think it's the first time ever they've got Stellantis, which is Chrysler, of course. Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Jeep, all that. So Stellantis, Ford, and General Motors. Now, they... From what I read, and I don't have all the details in front of me, I'm doing this from memory, they have, not, they have not started strikes at every single plant. In fact, what they're telling the manufacturers is, we're not going to tell you which ones we're going to strike at. I think they're just looking at which ones are the most vulnerable, and those are the ones they're going to, of course, strike at. Now, it doesn't matter. Just one manufacturing facility is enough to affect everything going on in that entire chain. Here's my point where I'm going with this. If you've thought about buying a car, new or used, I would get that done sooner than later. And here's why. If this strike continues, which I believe it will, the head of the UAW is a devout communist. There's, this is very well known, very public. He doesn't care anything about capitalism. In fact, would love to crush capitalism because that's his belief system. And this is not political. These are just facts, folks. I'm just giving you the facts. I'm not putting any political spin on this at all. It's just the facts. Anytime you have somebody that's in charge of an organization like that, that hates the way things have typically always been done, does he care how long the strike lasts? No, that's my point here. He does not care. Him coming to the negotiation table, which he's done, he's not budging. 
The manufacturers, they're all a little bit different in this, but most of them have come up to a 15 to 18% across the board raise, which, by the way, is substantial. Sure. And I'll get to that in a moment as well. That's substantial. So 15 to 18%. He's still refusing that. They want 40. 40% is what the union's asking for. So they've got supposedly enough money, the union does, to go six weeks and still keep paychecks and things funded for their members. My prediction, I don't have a crystal ball, but my prediction is it'll go all of the six weeks. I don't see it going much less than that. No. Yeah. If the manufacturers feel like they want to cave in on some things and go higher, which I just don't see them doing, I think they're really healthy at the 15 to 18% raises they've already done. I don't see them doing much more than that. What happens at the end of six weeks, I have no idea. I think the manufacturers are going to wait this one out. I think they're going to say, listen, we'll let these workers get to the point where there's no more income. We'll wait it out the full six weeks unless the union makes some concessions ahead of that. I think this goes the full six weeks. How does that affect all of you and prices, you may ask? Either way, prices are going up. Yeah. No, no matter how you look at this. It has to come from even somewhere. Even at 15 to 18%, even if they yeah. settled on that today, sure. prices are going up. Yeah. Supply will go down. That means prices will go that higher. That also means yeah. prices go up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ken. Right. This exactly. is supply and demand. Yeah, right. And how does somebody say, well, how does that affect the used car market? Well, when there's no new cars to fill in the backlog of demand, then they have to go someplace that goes to the used site. And the other thing that happens is when people aren't buying new, they don't trade in. Right. So there's less product on the market. So my point is, if you're thinking about buying a car, new or used, I highly would recommend that you do that now. Not six weeks from now, not right. eight weeks right. from now, not even a month from now. I'm I'm predicting you'll start seeing some price adjustments even at the auctions go up this week. Hmm. That's my yeah. prediction. I'll mm-hmm. ask Josh from Legacy and Ridgeline. Uh, I usually talk to him on Thursdays. I'll know a little more on Thursday. But my prediction is within the next one to two weeks, you're already going to see prices go up. Yeah. New and used. Now, some of you are saying, well, that doesn't affect Nissan and Toyota and, and, and. Well, do you think they're going to sit idly by and not raise prices when they can? Sure. Yeah. Folks, the, 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 this the, is the, affecting everyone, not just those there. three. Right. The demand is there. That's and we right. were just coming out of this. You know, it was just starting to level just off a little bit. Just starting to level uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. And we're going to go backwards now. Yeah. So that's my point on what, if you're thinking about buying a car, that's why you should do it now, not later. Those Makes of you sense. that have orders in, especially on GM, Ford, and uh, Stellantis products, I don't know what to tell you. I have yeah. no idea what that's going to do to their supply chain and you know, product and getting things to the dealership and so on. I, I honestly don't know yet. There, It's too early to tell, but sure. I'll have more information maybe next week on that. So, Bill and Lakewood, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Well, that answers half of my questions. Okay. <laughs> so that means my old truck got worth more now, huh? There you go. Possibly. You know? Yeah, probably. I, yeah, in, in, in a few weeks, I think so, yes. Well, I already got, you know, I got that, I got my new truck, and then I got a 94 that I used to haul stuff around, that's only got 95,000 miles on it. People are always knocking on the door wanting to know if I want to sell it. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and it's got a 454, and that's why I don't drive it. I mean, it gets here <laughs> 12 miles yeah. a gallon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Start it up, and I got to get a job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, well, the, the question I got is, though, I, I think I've pretty much got my mind made up because the, my new Colorado, my 21 that I got now, I've got a thousand miles on it, so I'm thinking about buying it at the end of the lease. Yeah. 
Okay. But the, the question I have is, what are you guys' preferences, cubic inch or turbo power? You know, am I making myself clear? Yeah, sure. it, 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 I hate to say it this way, but it depends, Bill. depends on the engine, the configuration, how they've worked it. I mean, there are some very good, solid, strong-running even four cylinders with turbochargers on them, uh, and some of them will use a dual turbo method where they are actually very, very strong, and they run as well as their V6, uh, in some cases, even a V8 counterpart will. Now, typically, I'm still a guy where I like, you know, that's an old saying, there's no substitute for cubic inches, and there typically isn't, although at our altitude, when you look at a a regular, you know, 3.6 liter V6, let's say, versus a 2.0, seven liter four cylinder that you can now turbocharge your effective displacement ends up being the same and at our altitude the turbo is making up for a lot and frankly probably making it run better at our altitude than than you're going to get out of the naturally aspirated v6 at our altitude now sea level things change but at this altitude I will tell you that in some cases, not all, the four-cylinder may very well make as much or more power than its V6 counterpart. Yeah, yeah I agree with you 100%. Now, but the other question I have, because I just remembered in my mind here, what, what about um, air filter-wise? As far as? Well, say, like, in my mind, K&N's got the best. Agree. Oh. I, I, I won't so, argue I that. Think I think that the, the you know their their cleanable elements are very very strong. Yes, I, I won't argue that, Bill. Right, but now because my thinking is twenty years ago and stuff, you know, I haven't kept up on it. Is there any paper filters that are almost as good? Donaldson is the only other company that makes a paper element that is close to or equivalent to what K&N does airflow-wise. And if you want to look that up, just go Google it. Look up Donaldson. They're very expensive. A lot of the newer Duramaxes, by the way, will come with a factory Donaldson filter in them. That kind of tells you a little bit about that product. A lot of the -the over-the-road vehicles and even off-road vehicles will have a Donaldson filter in them. It's a very, very expensive paper element filter. I mean... Bill, I'm yeah. talking yeah. four the, times what you would pay for it on a regular basis. Well, for the H2, it's about 100 bucks. There you go. Yeah, there but it doesn't have to be changed very often. They're a great but, filter. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. it, and, and and I'm not probably too far off on the four times, Bill, because yeah. there's a great example of yeah, what right. Ken just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but, filter's but normally probably the... 30, 35 bucks, and it's over 100 yeah. with the Donaldson. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now K&N opposed to OE equipment or a good Fram or something like that. Uh, the the orange filter. I would stay completely away right. from altogether. The thing with Donaldson is probably they're probably not going to be as apt to make an aftermarket uh, no. equivalent. No, or it's, it's like going to be a factory fill yeah, kind of a thing, exactly. or a factory replacement. Yeah, is what I should exactly. say. Exactly. So you said what? Stay away from Fram? Is that what you said? I don't like the orange filters at all. Sorry. Well, I don't even know. I haven't bought one of them in a long time. So you? Think- I would. I wouldn't put an orange filter on anything I own. Let's just say it that way. I'm sorry, so- Fram, but I just wouldn't do it. So now OE would be just as good, just a little bit below a K and N. You're hard. It, you're hard pressed to be equivalent to what a K and N is if done correctly, used correctly, cleaned correctly, and so on. It's pretty hard to beat a K and N filter. And I know there's guys out there that would argue that, but trust me, I've been to K&N's facilities and through all their R&D and the machines they actually test things with, which, by the way, they do a lot of testing for the OEMs on their paper filters at the same 
place. So you guys out there saying that you know KNN is bad have no idea what you're talking about. So so then really the KNN is making up for the altitude a little bit. A little, maybe. I mean, it's airflow. An engine's a big air pump. The more air in, the more air out, the more power you make. So, yes, if you can get more in. And some people would just say, well, then why doesn't the factory do a K&N on every single car? Well, they do on their high-performance versions of said cars. But you got to realize, when they're building, you know, million-plus of a particular vehicle, uh, and you can save, you know, in that particular case, you can save 10 to $20 on an air filter, you're not going to put a can in it. That's right. Well, look at the Pinto and the Vega. What, what did they save? Two bucks for a bolt? A great example. Yeah, great and... example. So if they can save money, they're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks yep. a lot. Great que- no, good question. By the way, Bill, great questions. Thanks for that. I appreciate that very much. Matt, in Inglewood, you got a transmission question. Hang tight. Bruce as well. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Fed's continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. What's in a name? For Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the -the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, but at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, 
EPR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is so certain he can help you plan your retirement, he'll buy you dinner just for the opportunity to meet with you. If you have investable assets and need your portfolio analyzed for volatility, performance, and personal and professional expenses, you need Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al has been in this business for over 30 years, and his listeners on KLZ trust him implicitly with their own retirement plan performance. With the economy making things more difficult by the day, you need someone to make sure that you're on the most efficient path to stretch out your investment risk and ensure that your goals are still in sight. For a limited time, Al is offering a free dinner to those who have investable assets and who want to reevaluate their retirement plan. Just go to klzradio.com money today to make a no-strings-attached appointment to come meet with Al and have dinner on him. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We're here, by the way, every week from 10 to 1. If you're just joining us for the first time, we've been doing this for 25 years or so. So uh, we have known, a lot of us have known each other for a very, very long time. And it's a great network of people in our shops and so on. And really appreciate each and every one that's a part of this. All of our sponsors, by the way, all vetted, great individuals. I I wish I could name all of them off, but we have too many to do that. I'd, I'd spend the next segment just going through each sponsor just go look at the, the website. Everybody's listed there, drive-radio.com. Ken Rackley's one of them. He's here with me today from Tech Automotive over here in Aurora. And again, I, I cannot speak uh, highly enough about all the different people we have as partners, and it's across the gamut. Everything from you know Lone Tree Vet, who does vet stuff, to attorneys, to everybody in between. They're all just great individuals and just want to be there to help you out. So, Matt and Inglewood, you're next. Hey, John. Um so my girlfriend has a 2004 F250 diesel, you know, king cab pickup. Yep. And um, 
has had some repairs done, EGR, valve, um, and, you know, to the tune of probably seven or $8,000 worth of repairs. Um, normal on a six-liter. Nice What's that? That's normal on yeah, a six-liter. Yeah, diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it, it's a very nice truck. It's only got about 100,000 miles on it. Okay. And she just got it back from the shop from uh, Excel Diesel, and it's shifting rough. And so what she'd like to do is to find, uh, get your advice on, you know, what's a really good shop to take that transmission to to make sure, you know, whatever's going on with it is is solid. And then secondarily, um, you know, she's been using this one shop but hasn't had great experience. So do you have a recommendation our, our, um, on the south side really of town here, on the south side of town, you'll need to go out to Extreme. They've even got the factory scan tools to look at that, and there might even be some updates. Uh, that vehicle I know is very old, uh, but there's even some you know, computer updates and so on that you're going to want to look at and all that as well, that if somebody hasn't done up to now, that will need done as well. I, I'm confused on the transmission side of it, though. Was it fine prior to this work being done, and now oh, it yeah. shifts hard right after? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine before. Uh, something's uh, happened during this closed. during this last work. Then is my guess. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, they did, and that's Matt? What we're concerned about. Um, they they changed the serpentine belt, and after they did the e- EGR valve, I'm not sure what they did, but um, it would start almost you know even in summer it would start like it was cold and just be really rough for a long time. There was some sort of thing they had to clean out i'm not sure what it was but um yeah it's running better but now it's shifting really bad uh they changed the oil too um so they changed, I don't know did they, they do did. anything oil wise on the transmission or just the engine just the engine okay. and um yeah i mean none of what they've done although I don't have it in front of me to know exactly what was done, none of what they've done should have changed anything transmission-wise, although I don't know what they cleaned and what they did and if they had anything apart, electrically speaking. And, and the reason I say that is the other thing you may try for just a couple of days before you take it anywhere is just drive it. If they did some resets of some things, right. you may just need to drive it a little bit and have it relearn what's going on and see if that changes how it shifts before you do anything else, Matt. Yeah, have have any check engine lights or anything like that come on? Good point. No. No, okay. No. So, yeah, like okay. John was saying. I would, I would drive, drive it, it a little yeah. bit and just see if it changes at all before you take it in anywhere. If they took a bunch of things apart... Had you know had basically the computer went back to a reset mode, if you would. And I'm trying to be as elementary here as I can. I know for all of you techs, I know I'm not saying that right for all of you, but I'm trying to explain this to Matt. It kind of goes into a, a baseline mode, Matt. Let's think about right. it that way. It's and how it, it was programmed from the factory, correct. brand new, everything brand new. Correct. As it, it goes along, it, it learns. learns. It, it's adaptive strategy that yeah. as time goes on, it learns how to shift good yeah. all the time. And if that's reset to factory with 100,000. It'll, yeah. it, it will be different than it was before. So point being, Matt, drive it a little bit before you do anything else. Yeah. Okay. She did say there was an update to something like a FICM or something yeah, they like did that. Yeah, they did a FICM update. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Now, and, and that that could also have some what we're talking about could, right. go, could coincide with what we're talking about here. 
Now, the other thing I'm concerned about, though, is, and this is something you're just going to have to watch, it shouldn't be hard starting. I mean, the minute you go to turn it on, you wait for the light to go out telling you to start it, it should fire right up. If it's not, we do have other issues going on because this time of year, is, is it's not that cold out. It should be firing right up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is firing right up, and it is starting up better than it was. She took it back specifically because after they did that, EGR, um, it just ran rough at the start, okay. and so you know, you know, she's willing to spend the money to sure. make it right because this pickup is a peach, right? Sure, it's in sure. great shape. It's the king cab. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's worth yeah. keeping at this point. So, she's own. She owns it. She's put the money in it. You just keep driving it at this thousand miles. It's yeah. got a lot yeah. of time. A lot yeah. more miles. Left. You, you just keep driving it yeah. at this point, Matt. Um, the other thing, and I don't know if the shop told you or her this, the other thing that's very important on especially that vehicle, it's true with all diesels really, but that one in particular, you have to have good, strong battery life because that can affect the way those start. So if those batteries get degraded at all, they need replaced. And that will affect how it starts when it's cold. Sure. Even though it's cranking okay. over like, like it once was, and, or it yeah. seems like it's cranking over like it once was. That one in particular is very sensitive to voltage drops while it's starting, and I would really double-check to make sure your batteries are in good condition. Yeah. Okay, that, that's one of the things they did was replace the battery. Okay, okay. good. Okay. And then that would, that would that tell would, us that we're right, on the right track exactly, then. Exactly, because that just does a full reset right that's there right. on everything yeah. there. So I would drive it a little bit, Matt, before you do anything else. Yeah. Okay. But then a good shop is Extreme and Parker, Extreme and Parker, they've got all of the scan tools for that even as far as, uh, you know, the OEM tools on the diesel end of it have a good diesel tech, techs, plural, as well. And, and yeah, in our group, they're the guys to go to on the diesel end of it, Matt. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. You're very welcome, Matt. Appreciate it very much. Let's squeeze another one in. Bruce, you're next. Go ahead, Bruce. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I called you about six weeks ago. I've got a Jeep 392 that ventilated a yes. block at under yeah. 2,300 miles. Yes. Dropped the valve. Oh, uh, wow. Which I was suspicious of because <clears throat> when I looked online at some blogs and stuff, apparently mm-hmm. um, they've had some problem with valves and the Hemi engines. And yeah. I must have gotten one, and I hope I don't get another one. Right. Was it making any weird noises, anything prior to that, before that happened? Nothing at all. Went from no, just, good to bad. Just went from good to really bad. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So okay. they replaced yeah. it under warranty? They are replacing it. Um, I got a note from the dealer that said that the block came in, and I'm hoping he meant the engine because they can't pull the head off of the right. and put it on. It's got to, it's dropped the valve. So I, I hope it's a long block and not a short block. Well, yeah. I got to call Monday and find out. Yeah, you need to ask that. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't take a. Yeah, you can't take the heads. I mean, if it dropped a valve, you can't yeah, take right. the heads off of the it's old one and put on the yeah. new one. That's maybe not going to fly. But yeah, maybe yeah. one side. But yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. and I guess they could have ordered one head, one block. You know, one. You know, ordered a short block, one head. I suppose they could do that. Since it grenaded, though, but typically I don't know they would just replace the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, you're just going to put mean, an engine it's, in it. It's time on their end too, and you're dinking around with heads yeah, right. and everything and else. It's cheaper just to put a long block liability in it. and all right. that stuff. So I. I would think maybe they just said block and didn't say. Yeah, I would block. double check I, that. But yeah, I, I would think yeah, that my was guess, the case. My guess is it's the whole engine, but yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. just double check, make sure. Yeah. But. Yep. 
Yeah. Now, can you can you ask him to put a elephant in it instead? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that would Why be not? my huh? first request. Yeah, yeah that's not? right. Exactly. It, it takes sure, the same you know. space. Yeah, you that's know? right. Put, you know, put one of those superchargers while that's you're at right, it. And let's exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you've got one, John. So I mean. 470 horsepower in a Ranger is pretty healthy. Oh, they work pretty well. Yeah, no, I'm not complaining. They run very well. <laughs> yes. But, you know, well, why eight, not? 800, you know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> What's another couple of horsepower? Yeah, it's a that's couple right. hundred. No big deal. It, it, it's all it's all in control of your foot. That's you right. Know? You, that's you right. You only use what you need. <laughs> that's right. I better stick with the 470. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, Bruce. Yeah. Well, let me know how that turns out. All right, gentlemen. Have all a right. good weekend. Thanks, Thanks Bruce. Thanks, you too. Uh, Bob Englewood, Robert, you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your local Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned, operates by a written code of ethics, and provides service you can trust. Put your vehicle in the care of ASC certified technicians in your neighborhood. They're backed by Napa. Quality parts, national warranties, that's Napa know-how. Your Napa Auto Care Center might just be the treated me fairly, I love those guys place you've been looking for for your vehicle. Find a location at NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with Extreme Auto Repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com extreme today. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. 
Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Kurt Rogers dropping by, which he does on occasion here, so we appreciate it very much, as always. Nice to see you again. Affordable interest mortgage. Those of you listening, which there's a lot of you listening that have used Kurt in the past, but with rates and just everything being where they're at, and we're talking about even cars and buying and selling and all of that, a lot of times the house end of things plays a big role in all of that as well and that's where kurt comes into place if you ever have a question just call kurt and he'll walk you through what to do and how to handle things and for some of you you may be better off doing something on the house and then buying a car versus borrowing money to buy a car is my i actually point. had a uh, veteran call me the other day and he that's exactly what he's doing he got in a car accident vehicles and he's refinancing his house to get Carlo, because in a lot of cases you're cheaper it's to do cheaper. that than you yep. are to do the car lower exactly. payments that's right yeah. so uh, Bob and in Inglewood, you are next. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, I got a uh, 06 F250 with a uh, 6.0 in. Okay. The, uh, I hooked up the well, check engine light came on. Okay. Uh, the code was ETR. Uh, replaced the ETR plus uh, clean out the that car was held up. Yeah. And uh, the engine light still gone. Uh, that part I didn't understand. <laughs> Are you okay. still there, Bob? I was, yeah, I replaced the EGR. Okay. And the code 
after being rechecked, still comes up as the EGR. Okay. What's next? Uh, testing the signal to the EGR uh, from the computer pretty much would be the next step. And, and in that one, much like our last caller, on a 6-liter, baseline everything. I mean, you've got to look at, are batteries up to speed? Are they full voltage like they need to be? Are they charging correctly? Is the, Does the FICM have the correct voltage going to it? And is it doing what it's supposed to? Right. In that particular vehicle, Bob, there are several things you need to check, not just EGR. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. well, uh... We'll get after it then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Appreciate it, Bob. Appreciate it. No, go ahead, Ken. You're going to add something else to that. Yeah. Uh, there's so many th- things, you know, even though a, a computer sets a code for a certain certain system or certain sensor, things like that, not every time the sensor is bad, not every time the, the, the function of that circuit isn't working right, it can be affected by other things. So that's where, you know, when we tell somebody we have to get in and diagnose it, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're figuring out, making sure we're getting the right signals, getting the right voltage. Everything from the computer is working properly as well as, you know, see where the problem yep. is. Yep. And so yep. Sure uh, that's everything happens. Wiring harnesses, and I mean, everything. So, by the way, folks, yeah. that's why there's no such thing as free diagnosis. If right. somebody's telling you that, run, because they're either lying and they're wrapping it into the actual repair itself. Yeah. I personally would rather know on the front side what am I paying for right. versus what's the repair cost itself. I don't want somebody, you know, wrapping that in. And, and you can't do these, diagno- this, these diagnostics in, you know, 20 minutes or less. Those days are gone, yeah. folks. Pull, pulling a code, you know, seeing what the code is, is for is just the first step. And I by mean, the way, that in some cases, depending upon, again, by the time you get in the vehicle, drive it in the bay, get everything done, check some of your basic voltages like we just talked about, then scan the computer, uh, you're, you're 20, 25 minutes just to do those things alone. Yeah, just to, yeah, just to get hooked up just to, to it. Just to get that and, much and, of it done. Right, exactly. And yeah, Because so, we're not just reading the codes, we're right. looking at what's there also. Exactly. We're looking at all the information that's related to that particular system Correct. and things along those lines. Correct. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's... Just taking an X-ray doesn't. There's no magic you know, box, right? Exactly. Well, your you know. X-ray is a great example. Yeah. Once, once an X-ray is even done, a radiologist may look at that and see it, but they're passing that off to the doctor then, who's the expert that can really look at it and say, "Here's what we see." Yeah, it's no exactly. different than that. So, right. Robert in Denver, you are next. Go ahead. Hey, John. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I have a 2016 Subaru Outback. Okay. In the key fob, the batteries. Uh, Keep going dead after six weeks or so. Hmm. And b- both of them, or just the one? Yeah, or? I have two fobs, and I've tried both of them, and the batteries just continue going dead. You know. Huh. That's a new one on that me. To be honest with you, yeah. that's a new one, Robert. I, and I'm assuming we're using you know brand new, you yeah. know off the shelf batteries. You know. Yeah, like the 2032 yeah. or whatever yeah, it is we're, or whatever that is. We're not takes. taking something out of a drawer and throwing in. These are new batteries out of a package. No, okay. no they're brand new. Okay. Energizer. Energizer mm. Are you, really quick, are you testing the voltage on the old ones coming out to see what they've dropped to? Yeah, they dropped to about two volts. Wow. So they're coming so, down quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. So there's definitely something drawing those down. It sounds like they're... Those fobs are like communicating in a heavy way all the time, and that I don't know why, Robert. Yeah. Well, here's a question: have you have you taken the 
battery uh, off of the vehicle itself. Have you unhooked the battery, you know, the negative and so on of it? Like got a reset? No. I would, I think the next thing I would do is unhook the negative, let it sit for, in your case, Robert, half hour even. Unhook it, let it sit for half an hour, and then see what kind of an answer we get after that. All right. Let's, in other words, let's, let's reset that entire thing and see what's going on. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I've, 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 I've had this thing to the dealer and kind of talked to him. To serve, you know, I had it in there for an oil change, and I mentioned to him that what, what was happening to the batteries, and they, uh, they'd never heard anything like that. Okay. Oh, well, I, and by the way, I haven't either. This is, I can't fault yeah. them for that because this is a new one on me. I haven't heard that either. So you're, you're, you're running into something that I, frankly, in all the years we've done this, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a call yet along these lines. Right, yeah. me either. Yeah, so I've really, never... this is a new one on us too, Robert. Yeah, not just yeah, now. I've had this car since 2019, and the batteries that that I purchased with the car, the, the batteries that were in it, they've lasted for a couple years. And okay. here, lately, this last year, they started going bad. Yeah, hmm. I don't think we've ever. I, again, I've and, never had this. Right, and no new systems put on like. You know, oh, alarm system or anything like that. I mean, not that that should Shouldn't matter. cause the fob to do yeah, anything. Yeah, but, yeah you know, that's a well, good question. Robert. Any work been done to the car as of right, late? Any electronic? Okay, the the driver's side mirror was busted. Okay, it's been replaced, and it's 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 not the exact same mirror because this vehicle originally came with approach lights, and the one uh. that. That's replaced. Okay. Doesn't have the approach light on. Okay. It. When did this start? After that? Yeah, that's when it started. Right. Okay. After. Now we're I now would, we're getting yeah. back to some basics. Maybe I I would probably have that mirror unhooked. Right. Just unplug it and, and see then what see what yeah. happens after. So I would do two things. Yeah. If you've got the ability to do it yourself, unhook that mirror. Yeah. Reset the battery. Go ahead and unhook it for a good half hour. Hook everything back up, leave that mirror unhooked, and see what happens next. If we eliminate this fob from dying, then we know where we're headed, and you, be- you better yeah. go get a factory mirror. Right. Yeah. All right, I'll try that. Uh, and by the way, Robert, what you're just describing is what we in shops sometimes really struggle with because we don't always get the information, you know, the back. And that's why a good service advisor is asking a lot of questions at the front counter, especially on an initial visit where you're trying to get all this information because you, I think you just found your own problem. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Thank you. You bet, Robert. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Mark in Denver, hang tight. We'll come right back. I've got an answer, by the way. Somebody called in and asked about what new diesel truck to buy somebody listening by the way all the way out in colby kansas so guys hang tight i'll get that answered as well we'll be right back drive radio klz 560 summer hailstorms have returned with a bang leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement you need to know what options will be best for your home here at roof savers colorado we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine we work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs However, if you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. 
If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Never know how! Something really cool happened in 1975. And no, it wasn't the beginning of the disco era. Congress passed the Magnuson-Moss Act. You don't have to take your vehicle back to your dealer to keep your vehicle manufacturer's warranty in effect. Our Napa Auto Care Center uses the proper replacement parts and procedures to keep that warranty valid. Visit our independently owned Napa Auto Care Center today. Find a store at NapaOnline.com. Napa Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, Ken Rackley with us, Tune Tech Automotive over here in Aurora, not far from where we are here at the station. And, of course, Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage. If you need Kurt, by the way, 720-895-0500. He's always willing to help, and he's just he's a car guy like the rest of us, so <laughs> sometimes he just you know likes chatting as well. That's why he comes in and joins us. I've got an answer on the diesel truck end of it. I want to take Mark really quick on a knock sensor question. So, Mark, go ahead. Yeah, the 2003 Tahoe has got 10,000 miles on the new engine, and a knock sensor 
uh, was replaced, new one, and the wiring loom. Well, the check engine light comes on and indicates knock sensor. Okay. Well, I have a question. It's running absolutely perfect, uh, the, re- the replacement, new engine, everything's running great in the old truck. Is that just something that could have been an old code from the previous engine? No. No. Okay. Now that's something well, that's... Well, it's not affecting... Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so if... Yeah, there's a, a test that you can... Well, that can be done mm-hmm. on that. And if that code comes back, a lot of times it's in the ECM itself, in the computer itself. Well, that, that's my that's my point. I, I think you're right. It's in the computer. Yeah. But... Even though it's not, I want to say this correctly, even though it's not a problem, it's still in the computer indicating there's a problem. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's probably uh, not handling the timing correctly. You're just not noticing it because in your case, right. I know you, you run good fuel and do the things necessary, but it's it's probably not sensing correctly when there is a ping or a detonation. Drivability is not changed Correct. typically with Correct. that. And I, and I speak because we have one in the shop right now. It's an 04, and it's, yeah, the computer. So There yeah. you go. Yeah. So just basically after a certain amount of cycles, it just goes out and nothing's changed. And, and really quick, though, Mark, knowing you and knowing how you do things, I would find a computer sooner than later because it's getting old enough that that may become an issue here in the not-too-distant future. So in your case, find a computer yeah. and get it done. Let me ask you a question. What kind of money am I looking at for something like that? Probably looking in the with it programmed and stuff. Probably, well, and diagnostic will probably be needed too, of course. And, uh, you know, probably 800 to to 1000 uh, okay, and that, that's fine with me. So they still make a computer for 2003? Correct, yeah. As, well, now, <laughs> they, they did for this 04. So, yeah, so. As I was going to say, yeah. Mark, you're getting old enough now. That's 20 years. I, I would I would get going on that sooner than later. Yeah. You could always have the one you have now fixed, but that's a pain. What I would do, knowing you and how you keep the vehicle, I would find one, have it put in, you know, have it programmed and everything, get it put in. Then I would send your old one off and get it fixed. So I'd have a spare that way. There is a core charge. So, oh, is there? Well, pay the core charge, you get the old one fixed. Because yeah. right, you're going to keep this thing forever. I just know you. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I am. I'm a, you I'm will. not lying. I'm driving. You I'm will. Driving I mean, so in your case, pay the core charge on the on the other computer, keep the one you have, send it off, get it fixed, and then you've got a spare that way. Yeah. Well, then who, who does that? The dealer? No, there's companies around the country that'll that'll fix it. There's I don't know half a dozen that are decent. You can send it to to yeah, get fixed. Most of them can load it with the program That's too, right. with the VIN number, right. and, and it's already it's just plug and play. And you could do that with the one yeah, you have exactly. if worse comes to worse. But in your case, knowing you, I'd get an extra and just have it. Okay. Okay. Well, that that makes some sense to me. Everything else has been replaced okay. on this truck, so there you, you go. Know, yep. Doesn't matter. So. On another note, one month from now, I will be in Stuttgart at the Porsche factory. Oh, wow. Good for you, Mark. So this this is a trip of a lifetime. It's limited to 10 cars. Uh, we're wow. going through Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and northern Italy. Wow. Good for you, Mark. So, Take pictures. Yeah. It's like driving. These new Porsche are like driving video games. I know. Take a lot of pictures, please. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, you're, you're, now I'm envious. You mean the video games aren't the same uh, no. as actually sitting in one? What? Uh, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I like my ninety. I like my ninety-seven has six analog dials and a six-speed. Yeah, speed. yeah. All right. there you that's go. It. All right. there you that's, go. That's a sports car. That's a sports car to me, not a heated seats. Well, you know, <laughs> if you can have both, it's. <laughs> uh, 
I, no, I, I, I draw. I draw. I draw the line. Heated seats. Heated steering wheel. It's a 911 for God's sakes. In fact, I'm headed out to High Plains Raceway right now, out in Byers. There's vintage Porsche racing going on this weekend. Nice. Okay. Nice. Have fun, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be fun. All right, Thank you, gentlemen, for that you answer. Bet. You bet. You. Appreciate you, Mark. Take care, Mike. Hang tight. I want to answer the question from the folks out in Colby really quick on new diesels. What do you buy? So in this case, they've got several Fords in their fleet and have loved them and when it comes to a new diesel by the way here's the way it ranks and you guys do whatever you want to because frankly they're all i think very good trucks each one has its own idiosyncrasies if you would fords are the most powerful and the fastest right now so your zero to 60 time on a ford is much higher i believe the way it works is it's ford uh, gm is second close second by the way and then ram is last because the cummins just doesn't make that you know, that quick power like the V8s will. It's an inline six, and they just don't have that bone-snapping, you know, neck-snapping power that you're going to find out of the V8. doesn't mean it's a bad truck. I own numerous of. They work extremely well. To me, this comes down to just what do you like best in the truck? Uh, in my case, I because of plow and snow, I like a shorter turning radius. That gets me into a Ram because they have the shortest turning radius out of the three. The way those are ranked is shortest turning ra- radius is Ram, second to Chevy, Last is Ford. You would think Ford would be second because it's still a straight axle, but it's not. The way they've got their their arms and such in the front, they've they've set them outside, and it won't turn the the it won't turn the wheel as sharply as what it will on the Ram with the, with basically the same front axle and GM with the independent the A arms. You know, it keeps it from turning uh, as as far as what it would on a Ram. So that's the ratio or that's the ratings when it comes to turning radius. But for those of you where that's not an issue, and for for some, it doesn't make any difference. Buy whatever you like the best. Get inside the truck. Right. Which creature comforts do you like yeah. the best? How do you like the way the console's laid out? The back yeah. seat? Do you want a mega cab? If that's the case, Ram's your only option. You know, how do you like the truck itself? Yeah. The way it drives and rides and so on. To me personally, it comes down to that more than anything else. Because as far as the rest of them go, they each one have their own individual faults that you may run into. They're all using, as far as I know today, the same diesel injector pump i think they're all using cp4s uh i'll look that up to double check myself but i think they are um in fact that's probably the biggest drawback they all three have because the older pumps were better than the new pumps that's a whole nother conversation probably for a different day uh but outside of that it really just comes down to which truck do you like sitting in and driving the best yeah what you know screen layout dash layout all of it all your you know your shifters your yeah, everything. Yep. Yeah, I mean, mirrors. really, what a boy. And, yeah. and and looks wise, which yeah, one right. do you like looks yeah. wise the best? I frankly, and we own a few of these. I can't stand the new Chevys. They are the ugliest stinking truck on the planet, in my opinion. I do not like them. I don't know why GM did what they did on that heavy duty truck. The light duty trucks look so much better. Um, but again, if you're just looking for functionality, and it's not that they're bad they're just not my favorite i think there's been better trucks produced out of gm than this new crop they've got on the heavy duty some of you are going to argue with me on that but it's my opinion and that's just how i how i view it i just don't particularly care for them and you've got two different heavy duties too you've got your work truck heavy duty and you've got your your top of the line that's right your denali's and so on which are way different from one another good point ken yeah so again whatever you like and whichever one you like sitting in and driving and what feels the best and so on other than that they're all very very comparable uh mike in westminster i'll get you on before we go to break go ahead hey john i've been fighting a problem with my tire pressure on my rav4 okay 
and I check them, and I, I, I check, I make sure the air pressure is all the same. And finally, I did what you hate people doing. I went to YouTube. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> that sucker has got five tire sensors. Yeah, one's in the spare. Yeah, spare. Mm-hmm. How many of Vehicles have that now. Not, oh, not many, but right. Toyota always. They've always, I think have. They always have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember back to 08. Anyway, they have. Had but not no, to your point. Not everybody does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I was I was pulling what little hair I have left out trying to figure out what's okay, going and, on. Okay, and I got 30 seconds. I want to give this to everybody because I was going to say this anyways. For all of you that want to set tire pressure and do it in a really easy, fast way, and these aren't super expensive. I broke down the other day because I just was curious to see how they worked. I bought a Milwaukee cordless air compressor, the smaller of the two. They've got a big and a small. I bought the 12-volt version. It is the slickest thing to fill up tires you've ever found in your entire life. You set the pressure on the compressor, you put it on top of the valve stem, and you hit go, and it does everything else for and you. you walk away? You walk away and go to the next tire. For all of you listening, best thing I've ever bought in my entire life. And what was it? A Milwaukee cordless air compressor. Okay. It is spot on. Anyways, I want to throw that in, Mike. I like their ratchets for working on the bike. They're, They're awesome. small enough. Yep. My, my Milwaukee... Inventory is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> yeah, I got the same problem, Mike. All right, I got to run, Mike. Thank you very you much later. for that. Andy, Russ, you guys hang tight. We'll take a quick break here, top of the hour. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.